0: Podcast on the Radio app, Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast "Creating a Con: The Story of BitCon. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company Centratech. I'll explore how three twenty-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed.
2: Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robey, And me, Simone Boyce.
3: Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side.
4: You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share.
5: Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. This is Teddy Teapot with Teddy Mellencamp.
6: Hi guys, uh, welcome to this week's Teddy Tea Pod. I've got to say that I have really no idea what you're in store for. <laughs> Normally, before every podcast, we kind of talk through who the guests are, what we're going to be doing. I get sent a rundown, but this time the producer sent me nothing, and I have a feeling it's because I am turning forty, and they have something up their sleeve. Maybe guest callers, I don't know, but. Going into 40 definitely feels better than I thought it would like I really I remember when I was younger and I when I, I would like ask my mom how old she was and she'd say 36 and I'd be like wow that is so old and I would think that in my head and now that I'm 40 I mean I really and, and until I see myself in a picture with someone who's like in their 20s I, that's how old I actually feel and I know it sounds kind of cheesy but I, I am young at heart except for the fact that I like to go to bed at 8 30 at night but i i Really feel good in my own skin going into forty, and I I can't say that about twenty or even thirty. So, you know, it's it's emotional. Like I'm just so happy that I've gotten into to a place in my life where I feel confident and I feel comfortable and I feel proud and excited, um, and that I have a loving family supporting me. Um, So I'm glad of all the work that we've done as a family and all the work that I've personally done on myself throughout these last, you know, 40 years. Ah! Um, And in regards to plans, I am going to be spending it with my family. I booked, um, I, I just booked it. I, I know how I am. So it's like, I booked my favorite restaurant. We're in orange County right now. So booked my favorite restaurant out here. It's called South the Knicks. You know, I love to have an early dinner with the family at, you know, where we can all have fun. Plus it's the only time dove can actually attend. If not, she's completely nightmare baby and just spend the day at the beach. Um, and then spend the fourth out here. And then going to go get a little wild next week. I am going with 10 couples to celebrate my birthday rager style next week. Edwin asked me if there's anything you could want for your birthday what would you want? And I said, I want to go away. Like we're all vaccinated. We're all feeling good. Like I want to go away with my friends. I want to be with my family on my actual birthday, but then I want to go. And we have so many fun things planned, which I'll have to do a recap with that later, but I'm really excited. Um, it's also my 10 year wedding anniversary this week. So pretty much all the things we're celebrating all the things. And I can tell you guys, but my husband, I was Teasing my husband. And I was like, so far, 10 year, you know, I think that's diamonds. And he's like, I bet you didn't even get me anything. Why are you giving me a tough time? I'm like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's not about the gifts. But I am surprising him today with a golf cart because we live like where we live, we can drive around and he's been wanting one forever. So I'm actually really proud of myself. Plus, I can't wait for him to feel awkward when he hasn't gotten me anything. <laughs> This is why we've lasted 10 years because of this. And then, you know what? He'll double down later. I can assure you of that. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyways, uh, thanks for listening in again this week. And I uh, look forward to what's in store. Danielle, what's coming
7: for me, please? Okay, so we have have somebody calling in shortly. Um, They'll be popping into the Zoom waiting room soon. But before that person calls in, um, we want to grill you with a couple questions. Okay. Not really grill, but just kind of you know ask you some questions about the last decade of your life. So (laughs) since you're turning forty, they say, and you've lived through your thirties and your twenties, they say that your the thirties are the new twenties of your life, and the forties are your new thirties. Is that? Do you think that's true? Have you felt that way? I don't know if it's necessarily
6: the new, but I what I'm focusing on going into my forties is peace. And just, I've never been a person, you know, I'm very goal oriented. I want the best. I work really hard, but I've never really focused on feeling peace. And like, that's really what I want to go into this, like next year, you know, like I've had a lot of success. I've had a lot of fun. I still want, you know, a million things. I still have a lot of dreams, but I really want to just focus on being at peace with myself and my life.
7: And in your thirties, if you had to pick one moment, obviously there's been so much. All your kids, obviously getting you know married, all that stuff. What has been like the one moment that tops all of it? If you had to pick one thing, Ugh, and I can't say my kids. Can't say kids. Okay, if I can't, you can't say, pick one of them. I hope. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I can't. Well, I
6: would have just said kids, having yeah. my kids. Um, I would say in the last. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Okay. And this, this year, what, like, I mean, the last 10 years, what has been the best thing? I think the best thing has been realizing who I actually am. I think for most of my life, I was kind of like a, a showgirl, you know, like I always put on a show for family, for friends, for whatever. And, you know, being in my thirties was really a year of, you know, figuring it out who am I really who do I want to be I need to focus on not what other people want from me but what I want for myself and being able to feel that and be vulnerable and open and like do the work feels good
7: and now that you're approaching the next decade of your life your 40s what do you hope to either do differently or what are you envisioning for the next 10 years so that when we do this podcast on your 50th birthday, we can oh
6: play it back. That, we're <laughs> gonna really be in it for a doozy then. Um, I think what I'm most looking forward to through the next 10 years is just having as much fun as I can. You know, I think so often I take myself too seriously. I love to laugh and I love when people laugh, but like at night when I'm going to bed, sometimes it's like I just am constantly going through all the things I need to do, I wanna do, I want to. And I really want. I want to just have some fun, like try to lighten up, have more fun, be present and watch. I mean, my kids are hilarious. My husband, I mean, he's not actually super funny, but (laughs) we laugh a lot with him because he does funny things. Is that bad to say? But I mean, we have a lot of fun and I just want to embrace those moments. And I want to travel. I mean, especially after this past, you know however long it's been since COVID started, like it made me realize all the incredible places I want to go and take my family and how, like I never, until I was 18, I never had a stamp on my passport. Like, so the fact that all my kids have passports and I am financially in a place where I can travel wherever I want and do things on a whim, I'm really grateful for, and I'm not taking
7: it for granted. It only makes me want to work harder. I love that. If you could tell your younger self anything, anything, any piece of advice, any, um, quote, whatever, have you, um, what would you say? Beating myself up after
6: the fact is never needed. Like I am an overthinker till the end. And it's something I'm still working on. I still tell myself, but like doing that isn't beneficial and never changes anything. Like I'm that person that like, I could have the best time and I could be like partying, having fun, like laughing. And then I will, f- the in the morning I'll have that titch of anxiety and I'll be like, what I do, who's mad at me. I'm looking, I'm looking for something. And no, no one ever is. So
7: that's, that's the same goes for now. And then last question before we go to break, um, your kids, are they all like, wow, mom's turning 40. That's old. What do they think? Like, what do they say about your 40th birthday?
6: I mean, they are pretty funny. Like I was like, tomorrow guys, do you want, cause they're doing half day camps, um, like sailing camps and different stuff like that while we're out here. And I said, tomorrow, do you want to do a sailing camp or do you want to just like, let's all chill. I'll take off work, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, Slate and Cruz are like, Camp, definitely camp. I saw they ordered his pizza that day, blah, blah, blah. And then I hear Bella go, Guy, it's her birthday tomorrow. And then you hear Cruz go, Mom, it's your birthday tomorrow. You didn't even tell us. I'm like, uh, You should know, buddy. <laughs> so I don't really know. <laughs> I, I, if they choose camp tomorrow, we'll know. We'll know where they think. But they, uh, yeah, I mean, they can't, they kind of can't believe that i'm 40 but they also they've been cool about it i mean probably because i forgot
7: so let's go to a quick break and then when we come back we'll surprise teddy with her first caller and then um we're just gonna have a a, a show packed with some fun callers so uh stay tuned (laughs)
9: What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the No Sabo kids, the the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network.
0: I'm very jealous (laughs) of your generation that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is across generations where black women's voices unite and together, you know how we do. We create magic. magic. Listen to across generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Okay. So we're back from break before we bring in our first, um, Awesome caller, surprise caller. I'm gonna go ahead and play a message from somebody that really, really wanted to call in, but um, she's currently in Hawaii. And um, long story short, she um, is uh, parting a little too hard and wasn't able to call in. So here's your here's your message. Um, this is from our lovely Tanya Rad. Aww.
3: Happy birthday, Teddy. I love you so much. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you for everything. You've honestly held my hand through so much. You've pushed me. You've encouraged me. You have been somebody that has been consistent and loving and faithful and hopeful and just so many things. You lead by example and you help lift other women up. And I'm just so grateful for your friendship. And I honestly can't say enough. Um, I hope you have the best birthday ever. I'm sorry, I would have called you live, but I am on vacation. I've been (laughs) drunk a good portion of the time. So I want to make sure I wish you a happy birthday. I love you so, so much. I hope this is your best year yet. And I love you.
6: Oh, Tanya. Oh my gosh. I... Just even hearing that everything you just said to me, not only did it make me emotional, but it's exactly what I would say to you. So I think that really shows the level of friendship that we have. And I think the thing that's so incredible about you, Tanya, is that you are a modern woman. You are there to support. You are there to be there when somebody's up, when they're down. And I love you too. And you have so much fun and have a drink for me. All right. Thank you for the message, even though you made me tear up a little.
7: Well, hopefully this next caller doesn't make you tear up a little. Um, Let's go ahead and bring him in. Are you there?
8: Say it's only a paper moon (laughs) sailing over a cardboard sea. Happy birthday to Teddy uh, when she turns 29. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Dad! What?
8: That,
6: that's my favorite song. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, I love you so okay, much. Like I, am I going to get my envelope uh, that I get every year for my birthday?
8: Yep. It's our swag.
6: <laughs> Guess what? So every year, my dad, who we're talking to right now, who, of course, made me tear up because it's my favorite song. He we used to always he'd always sing it to us in the car when we'd go back and forth between his house and my mom's. But um, every year for our birthday, myself, my kids, my sister, my siblings, we all get the amount of money that we are turning so I'm about to be rich this year with this $40 coming in hot. Dad, you know I'm actually 40, though. I don't want to be getting 29.
8: Uh, yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> so what, so what, what will you do with your
6: $40? I just, you know, I don't know. There's just so many options that it's going to be know. hard. <laughs> uh,
8: Forty, I don't... $40, come on.
6: How do you think, I I love, I mean, according to you, you, when I was your age, I could go to the movies for a penny, <laughs> but I can't even go to the movies hey, for $40 I, now.
8: Wow. Yeah. You don't have to go to the movies anymore because they're not open.
6: True. Well, actually, they might be open so, right, right now. Are you, where are you? Are you in Fusky?
8: I'm on to Fusky Island, yes.
6: Are you feeling good?
8: I got a bit of a sore throat that I got from uh uh Dodo. Oh, Dodo. No, no. Other than that, I feel okay.
6: Well, I was with, I wish I was with you guys right now.
8: Okay. Well, uh listen, honey, have a happy birthday, which is really tomorrow, right? Yeah. And you know where I was when you were born? Where? I was in Miami making an album called american pool
6: and you missed
8: it well yeah because your mom was like nine months premature
6: (laughs) i was really premature and i i think i only weighed like four pounds
8: i don't think you weighed that much Yeah. And when I, the first time I saw you, you had, you were in an incubator and you had little glasses on and you had your feet propped up.
5: (laughs) I was sunbathing.
8: Oh, no. Yeah. That's what it looked like. Well, I look like a little alien when I look at those pictures. (laughs) And now that you've grown up, you look like a big alien.
6: It's true. I've stayed true to who I am, Dad.
8: That's right. That's right. Stay to Melon Camp.
6: Stay to Melon Camp. Cause what? Melon camps are. What? You always say melon camps are the coolest.
5: No.
8: Who 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 has
6: it better than us?
8: Nobody. (laughs) That's right.
6: Yep. Well, the last time you said that, then you fell into my pool playing pickleball. So. It really—that was actually the birthday gift that keeps on giving. Because whenever I'm having a bad day, I just go watch that video. So glad you weren't hurt, but it was one second after you said, "Who has it better than us?" Nobody.
8: And then I fell in the water, and now I got a big scrape on my (laughs) on
6: on your shin. (laughs) Yeah. But we gave you (laughs) we gave you a real cute outfit to change into. I still got it. I know. You always steal Edwin's clothes. Oh,
8: yeah, because he's so cool.
6: I know. He's just, he, he can't teach cool, right?
8: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
6: I'm proud of you for calling in on this Zoom. I love you.
8: I love you, too, honey. Have a happy birthday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow, dads.
6: <laughs>
7: How did you guys get him to do <laughs> he's that? He's the coolest. <laughs> he's literally the coolest. Just to come right in with a song. I can't. He's so cool. I want to know. So the last time he did this podcast, the amount
6: of messages that him and I had to have going back and forth so he could figure out to log into the Zoom and that y'all just got him to show up. I'm, I'm yeah. actually blown away.
7: He He's a pro now. Who Speaking is your point of contact? Kathy? Kathy. She's <laughs> the best. <laughs> okay. We already have our next caller in the waiting room. So let's go ahead and bring him in. You um should know him pretty well. Hi,
6: <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Edwin? How are you? Uh, you're not gonna come in with a song. You've got a lot of big shoes to fill. Because Cause my dad just came in
5: singing. Oh that's gonna be hard. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll just uh, come in with some wit. You know how witty I am. So oh, I- <laughs>
6: actually said earlier in the podcast that you're not funny but you're funny to laugh with/at. so
5: it's pretty i to lo- laugh at is probably more like it.
6: Yeah, but we love it. We love doing it.
5: Yeah. Baby, I just I, I love you so much and uh, I'm so glad that uh that they're doing this for you. I, I uh you know, I'm, I'm the worst at keeping secrets. So when you were like uh tell me about the podcast today, I was like uh I almost like mess that whole thing up.
6: (laughs) Well, I love you so much. Can you believe not only am I turning 40, but that we'll have been together married for 10 years?
5: Yeah, I know. 10 years already and 12 years knowing each other. Just um, great, great blessings. Right. It's it's flown. It's flown by. Yes.
6: Except when you listen to SportsCenter really loud when I'm
5: trying to go to sleep. Or when you listen to your uh, killing type. Uh,
6: <laughs> oh, my murder shows there. And uh, Danielle, back me up. Is
7: there anything more relaxing to falling asleep to se- serial killers? I don't think so. Uh, definitely not. <laughs> I do not like those. At you all. Don't? No, thank you. Nope, I, nope, nope. What
5: about I, Hannah? I, do you I, like
6: them? Absolutely not. They give me the worst nightmares in
5: the
6: world. You know what? I need a, I need producers. I you, you guys don't even know me.
5: <laughs> That's right here.
6: <laughs> Dum, dun, na, 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 na. Yep. Nothing gets me in the mood just for a restful sleep.
7: Mm. Okay, I have, a, I have a couple questions for Edwin because this is the first time we've ever had him on the, on the podcast. So this There's reason a big for deal. that. He has no filter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so Edwin, first question for you. Um, okay. What's the one thing you admire most about Teddy?
5: Well, I've said it on the show before. I think she's organized. No,
7: stop <laughs> it!
5: <laughs> hey, organized is not a sexy word. It's just I tell my sales guys all the time, consistency is not the sexiest word, but it's what gets the job done. But, but obviously she is organized, but she is beautiful from the inside out. I think she's gifted. I, she's so smart and um, talented and uh she's un- she loves unconditionally and uh i love that about her
7: so when you're out and about and just going about your day and you're not with teddy it what is there like one thing that you see or hear that automatically reminds you of her
5: um when i'm out and about uh what reminds me of ted's um <laughs> <laughs> Getting
7: in any car and driving always reminds me of Teddy. I'm like, Teddy can't drive for the life of her.
6: I cannot. (laughs) You could tell them about our Renee
5: story. (laughs) When when we forget about, Teddy sometimes has this, well, she's gotten better, (laughs) but she would always tell me stories that she's told me before. So I used to date someone that would always do the same thing. So we have kind of a, uh, a nickname for that when Daddy does it, we 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 have a no little term for it. But- it's fine.
6: It's called we call it the Renee. But he Renee. does it too. We both do it. Like we'll drive by something and we'll I be like, "You do?" Oh, you know, that was that place where I went. You know, blah blah blah. And he'll be like, "I know, Renee." Or he'll be like, <laughs> telling me something about work, and I'll be like, "Renee, you told me earlier." Like so, that is our. It's by
7: Felicia, but hello, Renee. <laughs>
5: <laughs> who, uh, who reminds me of Teddy though is our daughter Slate. She is literally Teddy. I've been doing hanging out with Teddy. I've been doing Slate. It's, late, it's uh, same everything. She likes to boss Teddy around too.
6: We like. La- we know what we want.
5: Good thing though. You know, sometimes I, I, you want to get bossed around, uh, especially when when uh, you're doing the bossing around in, in the office it's nice to just get home and you don't have to worry about anything because she's got everything taken care of. So I literally, once I come home, it's just like, Teddy, she's in charge.
7: Okay, this is the last question that I'm going to grill you with because I know you have work today. Um, good. This is actually a listener question too. So when did you know that you wanted to marry Teddy? Was there like one moment that you're like, yep, that's my, that's my girl?
5: That, that, that was a good softball question. The other is <laughs> a little harder. Um, Yeah, I I knew the minute we were, we actually have a picture of this, but we were hanging out in in our backyard and, and I think it was my daughter's first, uh, it was her birthday, her first year birthday, or maybe it was somewhere close, eight months, but she, when she took her in her arms, I mean, you could just see the love that she had for her and uh, the mother-like qualities that she, she had, even though she wasn't a mother yet. I mean, you just, you saw it like she is going to be a great mother and she's been a great mother to my uh, daughter from the get-go and that's when I knew that okay this is special this is someone that I that I want to spend the rest of my life with you know Cue
7: the crying I know you know
5: <laughs> when
6: I met Bella was when I was like okay this is the real deal for us like I can't imagine my life without both of you in it I love you guys so much
5: yep yes i remember that moment <laughs> i remember that moment for sure <laughs> no i remember and you know i don't know if she told you this story but her friends always get mad at her because whenever they come over teddy's very she takes care of me all the time so like i don't serve myself she's serves. <laughs> it's kind of you know just really takes care of me and then all her friends her husband's friends are like why
6: don't you take care of <laughs> that one well we we took the love languages quiz and for a while I wasn't like that and his is acts of service which is actually not something I really even because that's not mine mine are words of affirmation so once I learned that I was like I'm going to step up my game because something as simple as like I, I know he normally has his coffee at this time or like, you know, he's, he's never going to be the first in line to like at the buffet or whatever it may be makes him so happy. I'm like, okay, two minutes of my time makes you so happy. We're like, that's why I highly recommend do the love languages quiz because I thought mine was quality time in my own brain. I thought, like, what I like, what I need the most in a relationship is quality time. But apparently, I need words of affirmation. So, Edwin, feel free to just let those pour out.
5: <laughs> <I love it. laughs> um, and then another one. Now, see, I'm, I'm warming up now. Another thing that comes to mind is before we we got married, Teddy used to cook me up these meals. Like, oh my. <laughs> You cannot imagine what a good cook she was. All of a sudden, we get married, and uh, the cooking kind of stopped for me.
6: Well, I have a secret to tell you, honey. I never actually cooked for you. I would order and then plate it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I do remember the tuna one you left me. Once we got married, I said, hey, what's up for the night? She left me a can of tuna with the opener there. (laughs) She's like, you got tuna.
8: But I Remember did this? used to
6: make the effort to plate ordered food, but then, you know.
5: No, she knows how to cook. She's a good cook.
6: Oh, I love you, baby. Yeah. Well, can you hurry home because your um, anniversary present is arriving today?
5: Anniversary? That's coming up today. <laughs> <laughs> ones. Uh huh. Yeah. Can you? I'm trying to tell her that. You can do two-for-one presents, right? No.
7: If it's big enough. So hopefully it's big enough.
6: No, No, for a 40th birthday and a 10-year wedding anniversary? Two-for-one. No. Plus, the house that we originally rented for the trip, it burned down. So now...
5: It's still a big house, but...
6: (laughs) Okay. Can't wait for the fourth, my love.
5: Well, I can't wait to spend the birthday with you tomorrow. All right, see you soon. Bye.
7: I really love you guys together. I think you guys are the cutest. I, there's an energy between the two of you guys that's so awesome.
6: Well, we're always like jocking each other a little bit, you know, like we're all. But that is like, I, I mean, in lack of a better word, that's like what gets us off. Like we like that, like momentum.
7: So. But, when you're on house, when you were on Housewives, and even just now, you, when you, whenever you do press and things like that, like is he is he like behind the scenes? Is he like staying there, or like does he enjoy walking a red carpet? He likes walking a red carpet, but interview questions and stuff
6: he doesn't like. He's different than me in the fact that like he does a lot of motivational speaking for you know companies hire him to come in and do it, but he preps. Like he is a prep type guy. Like he'll have it written out. He will memorize it. Like he is on point. I can't do it that way. And yeah, like I'll prep in the fact that like I'll look over my questions, but I never write them down. I never because then I get two in my own head. So we're just. Naturally different, like I have to answer from the hip, or else it doesn't feel natural to me. He likes to like no, that's why I like the first that one question you got to, he's like, uh, uh, you know, because he's like, I don't, I didn't think she'd ask something like that. I do like, not
7: have an answer for this. <laughs> he's like, I,
6: and then he starts grasping at straws, like so. That's that's really where we're different, but it's fun because we can kind of help each other in the ways that we need to. But no, um the first season on Housewives. He came out like we had some kind of dinner and he said something. And I remember being like, I honestly will remove your testicles. I cannot (laughs) believe you just but you have to like kind of pretend that you're fine with it. Like I was like, (laughs) and I was like dreading the day that I was going to have to watch back that dinner where like, I had laughed at something I never would have normally liked. Like it was my season one. I like, I was just in my head about what he said, overthought it. And then I was like, you know, trying to, Think like what am I gonna do when this comes out blah 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 and then they never showed it so I was like either all that stress for nothing yeah all that stress for nothing but ever since then he was like listen like he was like trying to be something he wasn't which is why he like he was trying to be like a bigger personality and he has a great personality on his own so I'm like I don't know why you did that like but that we had one of those uh we had car cams, and we didn't even realize they were car cams. So we were like arguing on the way home too, because I was like, "Why would you have said that?" Blah blah blah. You know, like it was all. And I was like, <laughs> "But then none of it was used." I got that, you know,
7: that good edit, season one, a good edit. Yeah, I think like if, and I'm just curious, like now that you guys don't have the cameras every day, um, if like that's something that you would, you know, entertain doing again, because I feel like. I just even what I've heard from from you and through other, you know, people that have done reality television, like it really does like put a like a weird strain on a relationship, you know, like you have to be out all the time or um, even like when you are home, there's a camera on you like, you know, like for yeah. a solid six months, you're not really just Teddy and Edwin at home like, you know, lounging on the couch and you know doing things or whatever like that's hard
6: I mean I think I would definitely consider it in the fact of if we could really show our full life I think where I ultimately struggled and what so many people relate to me about like why you know my Instagram following has grown so much even post housewives is because people like seeing the relationship between me and the kids and Edwin and our life, our actual life, not fighting with other women. So I think with eliminating that type of stress and really having the focus be like the fun our family has, the different dynamics, because every single one of our kids has a completely different personality. I am super type A and organized and actually, you know, diagnosed OCD. Edwin is totally like, you know like there's just you know he never he'll be like oh yeah what when we're leaving when I'm like in seven minutes and you haven't packed for the airport you know like we are just pulling so I wish if we could show that true you know that the love and the messiness of our life I I would totally be down
7: Yeah, no, totally. Even that, like one episode, I remember when um you had the all in retreat, and it was literally all about Dorit's outfit and like photo shoot. I'm like, there was so much other cool things happening that they just didn't cover. Yeah, and I mean, I get it,
6: but still. And there was a whole part in there where you know I was bummed that wasn't in, where I pretty much said to Dorit the reason that I am, the way that I am, like I. I had a really hard time and I've worked on it and um, I had a really hard time asking people to show up for me all growing Mm -hmm. up. And so because of that, I really became super independent. And super afraid that if I did ask people to show up for me, something bad would happen. So my entire life growing up and traveling, riding horses and doing all that, like, I didn't even ask my parents to come. Like, I was like, no, I'd rather just do this on my own. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I think because of the divorce and all the things that went down with us, like, I just, I never did. And then it kind of carried over into my adult life. And that's why, you know, I'm trying to be better about it. But that's why I always give an invite with an out you know, because I, I am a, I have a people pleasing personality, not in the standard way, like where I'm going to say yes to any dinner place, but like in the way that like, if somebody's doing something that I've invited them to do, I want them to be happy. And I can't have a hard time being happy if they're not, even though you can't control others. So I shared this whole thing broke down in
7: tears, like, but no, it was about the outfit. And that's super understandable. That's super understandable too. Like, just like, I feel like I can relate to you on that too. Like, having people show up for you, but you're, but you want to say, it's okay though if you don't want to come, like, no pressure. Uh, And and I think, especially when it
6: comes to like being vulnerable, you know, I, I was, you know, part of the retreat was requiring all of these, you know, clients and people that signed up to be vulnerable. And I knew that if certain, you know, housewives came in and they weren't able to do so, it was going to change the dynamic of the event. So I was like, listen, if you're, you know, coming in and you're going to change the dynamic because you don't like working out or you don't want to be here. I really, I don't, I'd rather you not be. You know what I yeah. mean? Because my biggest priority was to them. And actually when we did our final thing at the retreat that said like, what was the highs and the lows? And every, 80% of the people's lows were that none of Teddy's friends shared at the dinner. And there was a dinner where we all stood up and shared this really heartfelt moment like where we just like poured our heart out. And like, you know, there's 40 women there doing the same. And then, you know, my housewives table, it, they didn't. And yeah. so it like it changes the dynamic. So I, you know, I think in hindsight, I I could have done it differently. Maybe you know, but you, I I'm trying not to beat myself up after the fact about things. But that's that's really what it's about. It's always been about wanting to make sure that people are doing things that they enjoy. Yeah.
7: Well, you know, um, keeping up with the Kardashians uh, is finishing their twentieth season. So maybe it's. um What's an M? Something with the Melencamp, <laughs> or I guess it's Arroyavez, right?
6: Yeah, we're Camp Arroyavez.
7: The kids and I are. We all gotta Melencamp think
6: of a good Arroy- one. Yeah, because and people are always like, why do you keep the name Melencamp? Did you just hear my dad? There's absolutely no way he would have let us drop that name.
7: <laughs> and why would you? Like, I mean, I'm married too, and I keep my maiden name because it's dope. You know, like yeah. I like I like my name. I just added my married name after.
6: Yeah, that's the same with me. I'm like, well, plus he's got, you know, like he's prideful about it. He's like, uh-uh, we're the Mellencamp. No, their middle, your kid's middle name's Camp. That's us. And it's because <laughs> like, you know, we, we, you know where we grew up, all of our, you know, family, that it's just important to him. And now so, it's important
7: to us. We'll think of a good reality TV show title and we'll get back to you um, because <laughs> I think that's a really, really good idea. <laughs> I think it's I would good love to, to see you guys. You know, iHeart can produce it. Let's do it. (laughs) All right, let's go to a quick break and then um, we'll come back with our final caller after the break.
9: All right. and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys,
3: this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP. They
4: held us in dog cages... They starved us, they beat us, they burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment.
3: After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire.
8: He was trying to brand us so we were going to become the McDonald's in
5: treatment.
10: His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're gonna love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The
8: closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get people quit.
10: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Our next and final caller is someone you probably don't know actually. So we're going to kind of switch it up a little bit. Um, but let's talk about what like what TV shows you're watching right now? What are you guys obsessed with? What are you watching at home? And then maybe you can kind of narrow it in on who your surprise guest is.
6: What? Okay. So is it a male
7: or a female? It's a boy. It's a boy. Oh, male. He's not a boy. <laughs>
6: He's not what? a boy.
7: Uh,
6: um. I was like, I, I mean, this year we watched Mayor of Easttown. We watched The Undoing. We watch. Uh, what else do we watch? Um, I mean, I love reality television. So someone from that,
7: uh, a male I've never met. Um, there's one show you're, you're really binging right now. Think about it. Gilmore Girls with Slate. Yep. Oh my gosh. Who yeah. could it be from Gilmore Girls? Is he around my age or is he, he's older. older.
6: Um, if this is really someone from Gilmore Girls, uh Slate's gonna freak out that she isn't here. Is she with you or no? No, she's at camp.
7: Darn it. Just I need to know is it Luke? No high oh possibility it's Luke. Is Slate going to be so bummed that she's she not here? She is going to be so bummed. We're going to need to video this. I If this is Luke, I can't. All right. Well, well let's bring him in from uh, the waiting room right now. Okay. Luke, is that yeah. you? <laughs> Hi, Teddy.
6: Hi.
11: Happy birthday. Oh.
6: Thank you so much. Oh, my God. I'm all revved.
11: How are you doing?
6: I'm doing great. You have no idea. Your show has changed the course of the year for my daughter, Slate. And really I. The, the reason I started watching so late is because my... Um, daughter amputated her finger last year and so she was on like you know recovery because it was an open cast situation so there was a long time where she needed to be in bed and i did an instagram like met like thing where i did questions and i said what is a great show for me to watch with my daughter and the overwhelming response was gilmore girls
11: and so so
6: we have been watching ever since we're now like the end of season four but I mean, we are obsessed. We, I mean, we think, sing the, the theme song as if we are like paid to sing it.
11: We're, <laughs> it's a great and, song, isn't it?
6: And we still don't even know if you and Lorelai end up together. And we, I mean, we really want it to happen.
11: Where, where is she? Where's your daughter?
6: I, I, that's what I said to Danielle. She's at sailing camp this morning. I'm like, if I would have known I would have kept her home, but I had her in sailing camp because I was like, I'm doing the podcast, but they didn't tell me what was happening today. I didn't even get a rundown. (laughs) And like, it's straight. I mean, your, your podcast is on iHeart as well. Right. Yeah. By the way, his podcast is, I am all, I am all in, which is all in is also my company's name, by the way. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
11: That's your company's name is I Am All In? It's All In by Teddy. All In by, oh, that's, wow, what a coincidence. Yeah.
7: <sighs> Scott, I see a little guitar. Are you planning to do something with that? Are you about to sing?
11: I'm going to sing, it's your birthday, right? Yes. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. day today happy birthday to you to you to you all right
6: yay i i have to say it's not every day that I have John Mellencamp and Scott Patterson, AKA Luke coming on to sing me happy birthday. I mean, I I'm officially 40 now and life is good.
11: Life is good. Look, my life didn't really begin until 40. I, 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 I'd like to say I practiced for, you know, 20 plus years and then got it right. And then 40 happened. and I got Gilmore girls.
6: Is that when you got Gilmore girls?
11: I was, I think I was 41. Yeah. I think it was forty, forty-one. Yes. Yes. That is incredible.
6: Well, thank you so much for joining us and uh, singing me happy birthday.
11: Happy birthday. And it was great meeting you and uh, hope to see you soon. And you have to, you have to come on my podcast too. Okay. Whenever let me know on my birthday and you have <laughs> to sing me happy birthday.
6: My happy birthday. Isn't going to sound so good. You know, I did not get the jeans.
11: But to my ears, it doesn't matter.
7: (laughs) Okay, perfect. (laughs) Thank you.
11: All right. Happy birthday.
7: Bye. Bye. Wow, Teddy, you got serenaded twice today. I know. That doesn't happen that often. (laughs)
6: I know, right? Like, what are the chances? I honestly, now it's even more ammunition for me to give Edwin a hard time that he didn't sing, considering um, Luke came in and sang so to my dad so he's gonna have to sing a little later
7: tonight <laughs> yeah he is <laughs> well we love you so much like so 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 much and we hope you have the best birthday and we can't wait to see you once you're officially 40 years old <laughs> yay bye
6: bye All right. have a good day Maybe I'll do an impromptu podcast while I'm away with all the people there because there's going to be some familiar
7: faces. Bring a, bring your little mic and we will be ready to roll. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.
5: Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Teddy Teapot on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robey, And me, Simone Boyce.